Evening prayer starts on page 21. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 148 and Psalm 150 begin on page 524. O oh, praise the Lord from the heavens, praise him in the heights. Praise him, all ye angels of his. Praise him, all his host. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all ye stars and light. Praise him, all ye heavens, and ye waters that are above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord. For he spake the word, and they were made. He commanded, and they were created. He hath made them fast for ever and ever. He hath given them a law which shall not be broken. Praise the Lord from the earth, ye dragons and all deeps fire and hail, snow and vapors, wind and storm fulfilling his word. Mountains and all hills, fruitful trees and all cedars. Beasts and all cattle, creeping things and flying fowls. Kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all judges of the world. Young men and maidens, old men and children, praise the name of the Lord. For his name only is excellent, and his praise above heaven and earth. He shall exalt the horn of his people. All his saints shall praise him, even the children of Israel, even the people that serveth him. Psalm 150. O praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him in his noble acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him in the sound of the trumpet. Praise him upon the lute and harp. Praise him in the timbrels and dances. Praise him upon the strings and pipe. 
Praise him upon the well-tuned cymbals. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second chapter of the apocryphal book of Ecclesiasticus. My child, when you come to serve the Lord, prepare yourself for testing. Set your heart right and be steadfast, and do not be impetuous in time of calamity. Cling to him and do not depart, so that your last days may be prosperous. Accept whatever befalls you, and in times of humiliation be patient. For gold is tested in the fire, and those found acceptable in the furnace of humiliation. Trust in him and he will help you. Make your way straight and hope in him. You who fear the Lord, wait for his mercy. Do not stray or else you may fall. You who fear the Lord, trust in him, and your reward will not be lost. You who fear the Lord, hope for good things, for lasting joy and mercy. Consider the generations of old and see. Has anyone trusted in the Lord and been disappointed? Or has anyone persevered in the fear of the Lord and been forsaken? Or has anyone called upon him and been neglected? For the Lord is compassionate and merciful. He forgives sins and saves in time of distress. Woe to timid hearts and to slack hands and to the sinner who walks a double path. Woe to the faint-hearted who have no trust, therefore they will have no shelter. Woe to you who have lost your nerve. What will you do when the Lord's reckoning comes? Those who fear the Lord do not disobey his words, and those who love him keep his ways. Those who fear the Lord seek to please him, and those who love him are filled with his law. Those who fear the Lord prepare their hearts and humble themselves before him. Let us fall into the hands of the Lord, but not into the hands of mortals, for equal to his majesty is his mercy, and equal to his name are his works. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 17th verse of the 15th chapter of St. Paul's Epistle to the Romans. Therefore I have reason to glory in Christ Jesus and the things which pertain to God. For I will not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ has not accomplished through me, in word and deed, to make the Gentiles obedient, in mighty signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and round about to Illy Illyricum I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. And so I have made it my aim to preach the gospel, not where Christ was named, lest I should build on another man's foundation, but, as it is written, to whom he was not announced, they shall see, 
and those who have not heard shall understand. For this reason, for this reason, I also have been much hindered from coming to you, but now no longer having a place in these parts and having a great desire in these many years to come to you. Whenever I journey to Spain, I shall come to you. For I hope to see you on my journey and to be helped on my way there by you, if first I may enjoy your company for a while. But now I am going to Jerusalem to minister to the saints, for it pleased those from Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor among the saints who are in Jerusalem. It pleased them indeed, and they are their debtors. For if the Gentiles have been partakers of their spiritual things, their duty is also to minister to them in material things. Therefore, when I have performed this and have sealed to them this fruit, I shall go by, by, go by way of you to Spain. But I know that when I come to you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. Now I beg you, brethren, through the Lord Jesus Christ and through the love of the Spirit, that you strive together with me in prayers to God for me, that I may be delivered from those in Judea who do not believe, and that my service for Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints, that I may come to you with joy by the will of God, and may be refreshed together with you. Now the God of peace be with you all. Amen. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Luke Divinus on page 28. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, who art always more ready to hear than we to pray, and are wont to give more than either we desire or deserve, pour down upon us the abundance of thy mercy, forgiving us those things whereof our conscience is afraid, and giving us those good things which we are not worthy to ask, but through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ thy Son, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, 
that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening to everyone. We have um, we have uh, Saturday night. We come to the end of our our week with our um, colic and our readings, the Psalms, and both Old Testament and New Testament passages tonight, uh, and our colic point us to a few things. So first, it points us to God's mercy for our justification and forgiveness of sins that we're not worthy of. We read that in our colic, and of course we read um, we read that throughout as we read the, um, the Ecclesiasticus and Romans. It points out his generosity in providing us all the, all we need to sanctify us. And sanctify means which set, means set us apart. And from this in this case, we're set apart from the world. And the third thing is his presence, providing us the strength to continue living our lives. Uh, of praise and worship in the face of trials and tribulations. So all this comes through our Lord Jesus Christ. And then uh, in Romans especially, we've, and finally of the fourth thing, that we are not alone in this journey. We have each other. Uh, the, the reason we have each other, the first thing we have each other for is synergy. And uh, as we know, that in the body of Christ, we are more than the sum of our parts. And I remember the first time I heard the word synergy, somebody defined it as uh, two plus two is more than four. And that's, that's what synergy is. And the second thing is for accountability. And uh, together in this worship of our Lord, uh, we hold each other ac accountable. So as we uh, break down the individual readings a little more, the Psalms direct us to acknowledging God's goodness and greatness and our proper response, which is praise. And um, particularly Psalm 148, as, as the Psalms wind down, and 150, of course, being the last one, it breaks it down, and, and the, first the creation, and then uh, all the created, and finally men of all kinds, kings and servants and all people, all, all, all of those things, all of creation are to praise God. So in Ecclesiastics, Ecclesiasticus, what we see and especially in uh, the first verse is one who determines to serve the Lord will be tested and face temptation. And so we're challenged to prepare our soul for this challenge to our fidelity. And uh, it kind of harkens to 1 Corinthians 10, 13, which we're pretty familiar with, I believe. No temptation has overtaken you except as, except as is common to man. But God is faithful and will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So temptation and trials are um, are there to test us as we've been reading the, in the Old Testament through Samuel that David and, and Saul and all the kings were tested. And of course, we're tested as well. Uh, and also in Ecclesiasticus, as we move farther along into verses 12 through 14, we see what faint-heartedness is. And this loss of endurance and the double-mindedness, like I'm, I'm worshiping God, no, I'm doing this, it can bring great instability. And um, it kind of harkens to a, a, a line in, in the um, epistle from St. James in the 8th verse of the first chapter. He says, he is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. 
So again, we're called to be steadfast. So chapter 15 of Romans is the, is the, is actually the conclusion of Romans in the theological sense. Uh, Paul closes his arguments. And the last chapter 16, which we won't read this time because Monday we start in um, the Gospel of St. Matthew. And as Joel pointed out this morning, we will, because Trinity is such a long uh, season this year, we will get through St. Matthew's, uh, St. Matthew. Um, before we go into the next season. So in 16, we won't read, but um, he winds up, Paul winds up with instructions and introductions of necessary people, a real short paragraph reminding them what the letter was about and a final send-off. And his final send-off I like, I'm just going to read it to you, it's from the 25th verse of 16. Now to him who is able to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery kept secret since the world began. So that's a, that's a good send off from Paul. So going back to our chapter in um, verse in chapter 15, I, I have like, I think, two verses that sum up the whole book of Romans. And so I'm not going to say that that's that that's absolutely sure, but I, I going to challenge you to think of them that way. I'm going to read them together to you, and, and you can make your decision how, how well that sums up the whole book of Romans. And it's, the first one is the 16th verse of Romans, and then the 17th verse of today's chapter in, in 15. So I'm going to read them together. So uh, verse 16 from the first chapter. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. And then moving to chapter 15, therefore I have reason to glory in Christ Jesus in the things which pertain to God. So if we keep our focus on, on Jesus and, and the way we're supposed to live, um, and we get along, it'll cause us to get along with our fellow Christians and kind of sums up the whole book, you know, knock all that vision stuff off and forgive everybody and love and, and live the way we're supposed to. Um, one more thing, I, uh, Illyricum. Um, Paul said he, he preached the gospel from Jerusalem to Illyricum, and I just thought I'd uh, let you know I looked it up. So um, Illyricum today, we would call Albania, Montenegro, Kosovo, uh, much of Croatia, Bosnia, and the western central Serbia and some parts of Slovenia. That's pretty good big territory that Paul was involved in. So I mentioned synergy and accountability, and Paul displays the need for his fellow believers when he asks them at the end of the chapter to pray for him because he desires to be with them in joy and refresh together. And every time I see the refreshed or uh, some of the translations are strengthen themselves in God. And it reminds me of one of my very favorite verses in 1 Samuel 23, the 16th verses. Then Jonathan, Saul's son, arose and went to David in the woods and strengthened his hands in God. So our task is to worship God who is worthy of our worship and depend on him for all our needs rather than trust in the temporary things of the world and to walk together in faith through fire if necessary. And I, I, I'll close and I'm reminded of a, a quote from Prince Caspian in The Silver Chair in the Chronicles of Narnia. He said, doubtless, this signifies that Aslan will be our good Lord, whether he means us to live or to, or to die. So let's move to the um, find it here. There we go, the intercession on page 590. 
And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of this same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Really good to be with you this evening. Looking forward to uh, the 13th week in Trinity that we've been working through here. And thank you to Rochelle for, for helping me with this. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Uh, thank you, Rochelle. Have, have a beautiful evening. night, everybody. Thank you. Deacon yeah, I got.